You see another scene, a far shot later of the spoiler literally sliding across the screen <laughs> of them fighting. Like what the fuck was this episode? I don't even know if I want to finish this series now. Like you got high hopes for that movie, bud. No. Hello everyone, welcome into Animan Plus episode 27. Just a few episodes away from the beginning of season 2 of Animan Plus, we'll be doing video podcasting over on YouTube at Spark E3. Make sure to go give us a subscribe so you can stay up to date when we're going to actually start that here soon. That'll be starting with episode 30. Uh, here in my makeshift studio, I have uh, I have Zach with me. Zach, how are you? Doing good today. Uh, we're not actually in the new pod room yet. The pod room is a work in progress. We're getting there. Uh, hopefully, we'll be in there sometime here in the the next week, two weeks or so. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to actually getting stuff set up for that video podcasting, which is really exciting. Uh, then I also have Josh here over the phone. Josh, how are you? I'm doing well. You having a you having a good day off? Both of both of you, both of you having good days off, having a good time. Yeah, yeah, I've had a fantastic day off. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Zach uh, ordered a shit ton of dish plates for the new pod room. You say shits, and I said it was reasonable. You ordered eight or nine. That's like that's quite a bit. That's fairly reasonable for the, to decorate a room. <sighs> I mean, I suppose that's fair. So, got some really sweet displays. Maybe you guys can uh, check that out whenever we actually get um, the pod room set up for the video podcasting. So, really excited for that. Uh, so, for today's episode, we have some big movie news involving three different weekly Shonen Jump series about movies on the way. One of them we already knew about with My Hero. We got some more information on that. And then a couple of new ones that we're going to be talking about here. Uh, I got a big rant coming. I'm looking forward to playing our rant sound effect here in a little bit. First time we've played it since we've had the effect on the soundboard. So, that's pretty exciting for me personally. And we also have some thoughts on three different uh, season finales. Uh, that we had go on this week. Uh, let's see, we had what? Uh, Yashihime, Dr. Stone, and ReZero yep. all, all hit their finales. And then next week, we'll have Black Clover mm-hmm. and JJK. And how and how soon is Attack on Titan? I, I want to say the mid-season finale of Attack on Titan is this Sunday. Okay, okay. And I'm not sure what's going on with Dragon Quest. Neither I, do I. Because I, I looked it up yesterday, and I noticed they've got episodes lined up, up to episode 28. So at, at this point, I think they're just going to animate the entire series because that's what I was thinking. Because uh, I initially thought we had heard that it was going to just be run a do a regular 25, 26 episode run. But yeah, at the pace it's been going for like the last couple of weeks. I mean, they're just going along with the story. So, yeah. And like I said, that, that it's already confirmed for sure up to 28. Uh, up in uh, mid-April, so who knows what's going on with that. I don't know when that's going to end, but yep, two more season finales next week for sure. we got three this week to talk about. Uh, but kicking things off, you know, let's hit the plugs real quick. Like I said, uh, the episode 30, we're kicking off the video stuff, so make sure to go give us a subscribe on YouTube, the link down in the description below. I also have other podcasts, Lighthearted, Gaming, Movies, TV, everything along those lines. That will be coming back as well here in the near future, alongside the Pokemon 25th special and Zelda 35th special. You can also go give us a follow at Animan Podcast on Twitter, really the only social platform we use if you want to go follow us elsewhere whatever i mean we don't really use them though and we also have at lighthearted pod and uh if you haven't checked it out yet we did just recently do a bonus cast for a, a patreon topic for top desk anime and manga uh, all the stuff all the desks we talked about are for series that are already completed so you know 
I hope you enjoy it because we do one maybe every like four months. That's true. We, well, the new goal is to start doing one once a month. That's the new goal. That one happened to be a Patreon topic that we wanted that uh, got requested for us, but we want to start doing bonus casts about once a month. Which also shout out to the Patreon if you want to support us further. The Patreon's a great way to do so. Don't feel obligated though. We appreciate you just listening to the show. But if you want to support us further, you got a little extra cash to spare. Throw it that way. You know, we got some uh, revamped tiers for you. Different things you can get, like tier, uh, like topic requests, questions. You can join the Discord, talk to us there, all that good shit. Um, all right, so we do have uh, some. Let's hit the shout outs. First shout out starting this weekend. My Hero Academia season five is kicking off on Saturday. Woo! With a recap episode. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like how season four was, we got a recap episode to kick things off. And then we're going to get into the uh, classy class arc. And then we're going to get into the, you know, what's going to be really good animated, I think, with the villain arc. I'm really excited for the villain arc to see it animated. Reading it weekly was painful. It was. It, it, it was painful after a while. It was great at first, but it just, I feel like it went on too long. It did because yeah. there was a lot of buildup in it before we got to the actual main bulk content yeah. of that. And just every no one was having fun with the buildup. It was just slogging on. Everyone was sort of done with it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it animated though. I think I think the anime is going to do it, you know, good justice. Hopefully, it should yeah. be a lot better animated. Yeah, I mean, everything always is better animated. Not true. Yeah, not true. Well, okay, I <laughs> I say that, and then yeah. Yeah, I, a lot of things are though because they can pick up the pace a little faster. Yeah, uh, definitely not true. We'll circle back to that later. <laughs> uh, next shout out we got Phantom Sears got a hundred k copies in circulation. Shout out to that. And then also for this upcoming weekly Shonen Jump issue, Doctor Stone will be on a break. Which if you're a Doctor Stone reader, it's kind of disappointing because the shit is fucking hype right now. There is it's been chapter after chapter of just hype shit going on with Doctor Stone. So kind of disappointing. It's on a break this upcoming Sunday. But hey, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how everything plays out. There's a lot of loose ends right now that we got to circle back to to confirm. You think we'll ever hit, hit up Europe? Maybe. Where are we now? We're in uh, South America. That's what I thought. Yeah, we're in South America right now. So maybe you know we'll see. They've 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 moved around quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, they have. But I mean, with how things are going, it's taking a weird turn. Well, yeah. I say weird turn. It's taking a drastic turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, with these past few chapters, yes, it has. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so let's hop into the news. The first little bit of news we got is uh, Yashihime uh, is now confirmed for a season two. We did get the official confirmation for that. Yeah, yeah Zach is the only one here that actually finished the season one. Josh and I both <laughs> dropped that shit about midway. <laughs> which, uh, you know, we'll get Zach's thoughts on the season finale here in a little bit. Okay, so here's what I know. From everything that I saw on Twitter... Uh, the season finale was actually apparently pretty good. That's that was the general gist that I got was the season finale was not bad. Okay, out of in terms of how the episodes have been, yes, this is probably the most well polished. In terms of actual storytelling and other crap, uh, yeah, no, it's it was still a bit just everywhere. <laughs> okay, well. they're they're but they're friends, right? Yeah, are they friends? Did we get that confirmation? We're we gonna find out in season two. Uh. It's sort of hard to be friends with a corpse. Oh no! <laughs> <Uh-oh>. Oh no! <laughs> well, we'll find out more in season two. <laughs> uh, the next bit of news. Now, this is this is where it gets kind of big on the news side. We're going to be talking about like uh, we're going to talk about some movies on the way. Okay, uh, so building up to the end of Black Clover, uh, the anime, uh, we all kind of had suspicions on what it was going to be. I've been saying since the moment it was announced. 
literally like a few minutes after it was all put out there, Josh and I were texting about it. I literally already threw out my prediction of what was happening. It was like a repeat of fucking fairy tale. Season was going to end. We were going to get a movie. Season was going to come back. That's what I said was going to happen. And that so far seems to be true. Uh, with this upcoming weekly show and jump issue, it is confirmed from Yuki Tabata that we are getting a Black Clover movie. That is pretty exciting. I am very curious of the direction of it. Uh, I, you know, because I, I feel like, and you know, we're going to talk about this involving the the other movie as well that we also know is going to be on the way. Is I feel like Demon Slayer has kind of put a wrench in people's thoughts to what could an anime movie be about? Because Demon Slayer did their movie on an arc, mm-hmm. so now it's just now now we're constantly thinking more and more. Okay, is a new movie coming out going to be something from the manga, or is it going to be something completely original? Kind of like what you know, let's say My Hero has done for its previous two, and let's be honest, what we know for the third one now, what the third one's going to be, kind of being its own thing. Uh, the other movie that we also this one is more so of a leak more than anything. Is uh, we got it looks like we got a Jujutsu Kaisen movie on the way, which is pretty exciting. Uh, there was a domain created for it. Uh, it's like Jujutsu Kaisen dot movie dot JP or something like that. I think is what God, it was. I hope that one's the Shibuya incident. No, no, anything, I wouldn't want. It that would be movie. you sure? I mean, okay. Are we gonna jump into it later? Or are we just gonna jump into it now? Because I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen could go two ways on their movie. Yeah, and it's they, either gonna volume zero. Huh? Yeah, it's either going to be Volume Zero or uh, the, I believe it's called the Hidden Inventory Arc, where it's Young Gojo and Young um, Ghetto. I forget about that one, even though that's a decent arc. I forget about that. It's so, yeah, literally the next arc. Yeah, too. I forget about that one just because the Shibuya incident's been so long. So yeah, probably not yeah. the Shibuya incident. Yeah, I don't know. For well, okay, let's we'll start with Black Clover. Black Clover, I think it's going to be original content. I don't think it's going to be. You know, I don't think it's going to be what's. I think it's going to be an original content movie, kind of similar to a Dragon Ball, a Naruto, a One Piece, where it's just like, hey, here's a movie for you. Go fucking enjoy it. That's what I think Black Clover is going to be. Um, For Jujutsu Kaisen, I I do acknowledge the possibility of Volume Zero. I do acknowledge the possibility of the hidden inventory, but I actually think it's going to be original content. And the reason why is my reasoning is for a Jujutsu Kaisen movie, a series that is taking the world by storm. Your first movie, I feel like if you're going to send out this first movie that's already for a series already that level of popularity, you're going to want to get all of your pro tags in there. If you do volume zero or you do that hidden, hidden inventory, you're not going to get your your three main characters. And that's why I think it'll probably be original content for the first movie. And plus, I, thinking about it more, I think a volume zero could also take, an, take, a, it, take a route kind of similar to, I always forget what it's called, but like it's uh, the Naruto Gaiden spring something something it's the special uh 12 chapter uh manga that was focused on sadara uh that was animated into boruto uh, another example is uh fairy tale zero was animated into the fairy tale series I, that's where i kind of see possibly volume zero happening is it, it getting animated into like the next season or something uh I, like i said i do acknowledge that Jujutsu Kaisen movie could be volume zero or the hidden inventory i fully acknowledge that but i think it's going to be original content because for this, a series of that large potential, that large of sales, that large of popularity that the anime has thrusted into the series, you're going to want to get your, your your main characters in there. You're going to want to get Toto involved. You know your your main three, the current. You know not you know not a young Gojo. You're going to want to get the current Gojo. That that's what I. If I was the creator of Jujutsu Kaisen, if I was the one that's going to be behind this movie, that would be my mindset. Is let's get let's get the the fan favorites into this thing. That's 
that's fair. I'll, I'm I'm going to start from the top on on this too. I think Black Clover first off is going to be original because keep in mind this is only the first piece of news that we're going to be getting for Black Clover next week. True. We'll also be getting more news on Tuesday after that episode. Also, shout out to Aired. the popularity poll that they're about to do for uh, the Black Clover sixth anniversary. Yeah, for real. So, so yeah, we'll be getting more news. I think the the more news we get on Tuesday is a continuation of the anime. So I don't think they'll, you know, animate the current Big Kingdom arc, the rest of it for the movie. I think they'll do it for the series. So I think yep. it'll be original. But now on Jujutsu Kaisen, I mean, I could see it being original content, but at the same time, I'm kind of leaning more towards Volume Zero only for the fact that with the way that the anime kind of works, it would be really hard to fit Volume Zero in and keep this story cohesive. Where, you know, Volume Zero is one of the highest selling Jujutsu Kaisen like volumes. Yep. Too. So, I mean, there would be no reason not to, to animate it and get, you know, Yuta's backstory out there and still feature some of the char- characters. It may not feature the main three characters, but it, you know, it'll at least feature most of them. And you could fit characters like Toto in there because Volume Zero takes place during the incident where Toto became famous for, you know, doing what he did. Because it involves the, uh, the, the parade of a thousand purses or whatever which is where Toto like single-handedly beat like a shit ton so I mean you could you know add stuff to it and add more characters it just wouldn't have you know your main three but I feel like that's the most likely for the movie after hearing both y'all I feel for like JJK I think Alex may be more I feel closer leaning that way personally, just because it would make sense to have our main cast that we've had in this first season in some big incident. And on terms of fitting the volume zero into the anime, I feel like it would be doable because honestly, Yuta doesn't get referenced at all really, except for a few moments and he's now just been in the main manga now after the Shibuya incident. So they may hold on to that until he first shows up there and, during what we well, that's just actually a good point they might just based well, on the manga chapter we just had which uh, in it there's a scene of uh yuta and yuji around this little fire they could take from that and just do a couple offshoot episodes to show yuta's backstory at that point that's a good point I didn't yeah think but about you, that you guys are also thinking about it like you know if the, this anime this movie is going to come out this year because we'll probably get season two of jujitsu kaisen before this movie even comes out, this movie could come out even after we do the Shibuya incident arc. So, because all we know about it so far is that the domain's been registered. So, that's that's kind of where I'm thinking. My thinking is that too is that it may not be this year, it may not be next year, it may be you know after season three of the anime that we get the movie. Well, if that's true, I would be more inclined to agree with you being volume zero, but based on if it, we are looking to see it within the next year or two. I'd I, say probably two years. Within two years, I think. I would probably go lean towards the original content. Now, if we get to the anime and we get to the Shibuya, I would agree with you, Justin, that Volume Zero will probably more likely because we'd begin get through a lot of that content already and then we'd have new stuff in the manga, so we'd have a more better look at it. But just... Well, I guess... Hmm? I was just going to say, I guess we, 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 we'll just see because like we said, like I said, I mean... 
it's not even confirmed that they are getting the movie. They just have the domain name registered. And I mean, we'll be getting season two by October. Yeah, no, this is so all we'll, just speculation. So yeah, so we'll see where season two ends, and by the time season two is over, then we'll have some more more information on the movie. And then in terms of Black Clover, I mean, yeah, original content's the only thing that really makes sense. Cause yeah, with the main uh, story content that we have is just Spade Kingdom stuff, and I don't, I mean. Depending on how far along they are in production already, which I don't think would be very far along at this point. I mean, I highly doubt it would be the Spade Kingdom, but it's sort of the same point at the JJK. It's just we don't have an exact date of when it's going to come out. So original content yeah. makes sense at this moment, but who knows? If it comes out in two or three years, maybe it will be Spade Kingdom. But I feel like that'd be a long time considering yeah, like no, Clover's it, popularity. Yeah, no, it won't be that long. Yeah. See, when it comes to the Spade Kingdom, another thing you got to keep in mind for why the movie is going to be original content it's not going to be something from the manga is you have to think about why the anime is ending. Is because the anime has been so fucking close to the manga already. Why would they take this, the rest of Spade Kingdom and put it into a movie and then just blow through a bunch of chapters that could be a bunch of episodes when the show comes back? You know, they're going to want to continue to get more space between everything. So when in, yeah. you know when the movie comes out and it's completely original content, let's say let's say the movie comes out next year and then the anime comes back in 2023, for example. There's a, we got, we we now have a shit ton of time from when the you know when it ended now to when it's going to come back, which was the problem that we had with Black Clover, is that it like it got to a point where it was consistently on the fucking manga's tail. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that will be original content for sure. And in terms of another I movie mean, with original content, Zach, you got something? I was going to say my speculation. Demon World. That would be that would be a cool Fault, that'd be a cool idea for a movie. Levy. That would be a cool idea for a movie. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Bakugo's voice actor. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> we'll talk about yeah. that here soon, though. Uh, so the other movie, you know, the My Hero movie three that we already uh, know is on the way this summer. Um, Called it. Yeah. Uh, we got we got the release date in Japan, which I believe was August sixth. Is that right, Josh? Yep, that's correct. Okay. And uh, it is titled uh, World Heroes Mission, which answers one theory that a lot of people had about the original poster where all three of our characters had the, I think it was the WHA on their side. So everyone was thinking, okay, does that mean like World Heroes Association? I can only assume that's what it means based on the title of this movie, World Heroes Mission. Uh, Yeah. We don't have any other info on that, obviously. We just got a we just got a poster that looks like it came out in the upcoming Weekly Shonen Jump issue, from the looks of it. Yeah, which uh, has Endeavor Hawks and then you know the main three. Yeah, so we we have no information on what it's going to be, but uh, just based on like the general idea of a World Heroes Association, you know, World Heroes Mission. Uh, looking forward to seeing some other heroes from other parts of the world. Maybe even bring in some of the heroes that's appeared in. Um, uh, my Heroes Vigilantes, because we did get a hero, uh, a hero that was a prominent character in the series from the United States that was in the manga. So, so stuff like that would be kind of cool. Uh, I think yeah. it's going to be, I think it's going to be a very over the top movie. I think it's going to be a fucking uh-huh. spectacle to watch. So I'm very excited to hear more information on it as we get closer to the release here in the, the next few coming months. Yeah. And also, it's important to note, too, that literally everything I've said, or not I've said, but I've read, sorry, um, has said that we will get more information on this movie on the first episode of season yeah. five of my hero academia. So yeah, whether it be a tie in, because it looks like it looks like from where the movie's taking place, it's going to happen right after the se- the season ends. 
with what the season should end on. That's true. Which, I mean, we took speculation that the only time period it would really make sense for the movie to happen would be during their second internships. Yeah, with Endeavor. Mm -hmm. Because that's the only spot where there's enough free time where it could fit into the main story without anyone questioning it too much. Which is the most likely thing that's going to happen because people need to keep in mind when it comes to the other two movies, they do actually fit into the manga in a very loose capacity. Uh, where like it's referenced either in the anime where it's tying to the story in some capacity where there's like a, a, a one shot of the manga that's been released. Uh, it does tie into the flow of things in some way. Yeah. So that, that going, that's why it makes the most sense that it'll probably take place right after the season ends. And going back to what you were saying about movies and like, you know, Demon Slayer kind of setting the standard. It's kind of interesting that, you know, you have like One Piece, Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. They're just kind of like, all right, these, these are movies. These happen, but they're not like canon. And then my heroes like these movies happen. They are canon. And then Demon Slayer like this is this is actual part of this is canon. This is the part of the series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, I I personally like that aspect. I like uh, movies being you know important to the story. That's I mean, I I enjoy like little bullshit one off movies. I mean, one of my favorite uh, like say Dragon Ball movies for example is still the first Broly movie. It's just a fun movie to watch. Obviously, it has no fucking canon relevance at all. You know, the last three you know Dragon Ball movies have all been have all been canon. Two of them being uh, animated the story. But uh, I really enjoy uh, an anime movie actually being important. And that's why, you know, like the the first Full Metal movie has always been one of my favorite movies. Because it's the movie that, that actually ended the original series. Yeah. yeah. Which is why it's always been one of my favorites. But, uh, you know, Demon Slayer has kind of set that new standard. You know, it, it's I say that, but meanwhile we do have the, the Dragon Ball ones that came, you know, before. But, uh, yeah, we, we say Demon Slayer sets the standard because it literally took an arc from its manga made it to a movie and become the highest selling movie over in Japan in history. You know, and that's what's made it become the new standard. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for all three of these movies uh, coming out. Uh, our current weekly poll is actually about that uh, is about uh, the, uh, those three movies. If you want to go vote on that over at, uh, at Animan podcast, the poll is, I'm pulling it up now with the new slash leaks of a black clover and Jujutsu Kaisen movie, both on the way on top of the new, my hero academia movie on the way, which movie of these big three Shonen jump series are you most excited to see? Obviously those are the three options. And then you have a fourth option of, I don't fucking care. New one piece movie win. So, you know, if you want to go vote on that. We'd greatly appreciate it. We'll give the results of last week's poll here at the end of the episode. Um, so let's jump over to our anime talks for the week. Uh, let's kick things off with Black Clover 169. Nice. Uh, one. We only got one episode left, guys. 170. That's all we got left here on upcoming Tuesday. This episode, we got introduced to Asta's Devil. Uh, what did you guys think of this episode? How do you guys feel about it? It was done exceptionally I mean, I, well. and animated yeah. very well. It really was, yes. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah I, I, I cannot stress enough how much I loved the voice actor it, it, like uh, hearing it now seeing it i'm just like oh god it really does just fit so fucking well just bakugo and asta yelling at each other it's great <laughs> <laughs> i love it man no it was it really was animated very well um you know we got we got uh one key thing from this episode is we got a, another shot of you know certain character i'm not gonna say who the character is because you don't really find more about that till the next episode you know, if you're a manga reader, you know who you know who, what character I'm referring to. But at the end of the episode, you did get a little shot 
of a character that's been teased in the opening. Uh, we got we got to actually hear the voice for this character at the end of this episode, leading up into 170. And uh, I just really hope uh, 170 is going to be uh, a fucking banger. I really do. You know, being the final episode of this uh, this series, I really just hope it's going to be a fucking banger. But overall, great episode, man. I fucking loved it. Uh, like I said, voice shout out to the voice actor, dude. It fits so well. Okay, so one thing about the episode, the first start of it when it was Noel and them uh-huh, talking yeah. to the elves. Yep. And it just ends with the elves going, well, you can get stronger with learning our, uh, I forget what he calls it exactly, but. Uh, like ultimate magic or yeah, something. Yeah, ultimate magic. He said, I was like, fucking true cotton. Yeah, true cotton. <laughs> also, shout out to the fact that Nock is just roasting the entire Black Bulls. <laughs> yeah that's, that's all Nock does he roasts everybody I know dude I fucking love it I love I love how he just goes in there and just roasts everyone one by one just breaks them down <laughs> oh dude it's fucking great it was great uh, what about uh, One Piece uh, 966 come after a one week break how did, the, how did that episode fare uh, the episode was you know it was pretty good it uh, continued off the Odin Whitebeard fight which had them fighting for three days before they just gave up, and cause they were fighting over you mean, uh, uh, Whitebeard and uh, Gold Roger. Yeah, what did I say? Oh, you, you said Odin. Yeah, you said Odin. Uh, oh yeah, well Odin was there too, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah Whitebeard and Gold Rogers uh, fight. They were fighting over. They're trying to steal each other's like loot, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then it went on for three days before they finally just gave up and started sharing it with each other, which was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I saw a shot after the the fight was over, and everyone just kicking back, just drinking. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> like giving things to each other. They're just like, I really like this shirt. Where'd you get it? It's like, ah, you can have it. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> that's some hardcore pirate fights for you. Um, but then Roger is showing Whitebeard and Odin um, opponent glyph etching and asking Odin if he can read it. And Odin's like, I can read it. How can I read it? Why can't I read it? There's a, it's a language that was only passed down to the Kazuki clan, but I don't know why I can read this because why would it be here? Um, then Odin be, or not Odin, but uh, Roger saying, telling them that, you know, it's a map to lead them to the very last island and Roger's going to be the first one to, to get there, but he needs Odin's help and basically, you know, convincing Whitebeard to let Odin come with him. And then Odin does come, it eventually gets to, you know, go with him. And that's kind of where it ends. Uh, setting for the next episode, which is would start off, you know, Roger's final voyage to the final island, which, you know, that's something I'm super hyped for. Probably the thing I'm the most hyped for in all this backstory. Why I like every time it shows it show Gold Roger at this point, I'm like, yes, let's get there. Just like, let's fucking so now go. We're, finally, <laughs> we're finally getting there. Okay, right on. Um, I'll probably be jumping into One Piece here very soon because uh, with all the season finales that we have uh, coming up, our anime lineup's about to get slashed quite a bit. Uh, we, I mean, we've got some series yeah. coming up that are going to be added in, like you know, My Hero Season 5. I'll be watching Eden Zero. There's a couple other shows i got my eye on, like Tokyo Revengers. That's one that I kind of want to check out. But uh, since I'll have a lot more free time in my hands anime-wise, I'll probably jump into One Piece. I'll probably just jump into probably just the Odin's backstory because I'm actually a big fan of it. So I'll yeah. probably be joining you here in the nearest future on that. Uh, but what did you guys think right of JJK twenty three? I enjoyed JJK twenty three. I still yeah. am looking forward to Megumi's powers getting stronger. True, true. Very heavy uh, Megumi focused episode for sure. Yeah. Um, 
you know, him just kind of flip, you know, flipping his shit. And he's just like, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> If I'm gonna die, let's do this. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, man. The amount of times I saw that circulate on Twitter of just of just him just saying, "Who cares? Fuck it," <laughs> and just <laughs> unleashing his powers, man. Good, yeah. good, good episode. Such a bummer that we're about to get the last episode of JJK for right now here this weekend. Um, but hey, you know it's it's been a fun ride. It's been a fun ride. I, I want to shout out a part of that episode where. <laughs> They're fighting with the one of their brothers, and uh, the one who doesn't want people to see his back, and yeah. Yuji and the the other brother see it, and yeah. they're just like, "No, sorry, we didn't mean to." I don't know what's <laughs> going on, but sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that that part fucking cracked me up. Um, also, the jujitsu stroll at the end was was top fucking tier. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, it was, it was. Uh, what would you guys say has probably been your favorite moment of this first season in JJK? Mine's easily it's got to be Yuji and Toto, you know, fighting. Um, forgot the name of the, the economy. The, yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, that that was easily my the clapping killed me. I, I still go back and watch that on YouTube <laughs> just to get a good laugh. <laughs> uh, Yuji and Toto I, I, meeting. That's and, fair. I and their fantasy that. middle school life. That's I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to the baseball episode. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, like, I can't pick a favorite episode or anything, but the the Kyoto versus Tokyo arc is probably the best, just because Toto and Yuji, the weird backstory flashback that never happened, the clapping, and then the baseball episode. Fucking baseball episode. Fucking, it was, shouldn't have been that fucking good. And it had no business being that good. It was so good. <laughs> God damn it! What about Dragon Quest Twenty Four? How are how are we looking over there? Is Pop still a bitch? No, Pop hasn't been a bitch for a while, actually. Oh, okay, All right. shout out to Pop. Um, he's just unfortunately been getting uh, krilland. <laughs> but um, Barum, our Dragon Legion commander, and I confront each other about Barum more or less being like, um, you need to join with me. Our Dragon's Knights mission is to more or less wipe out any of the civilizations who decide they want to rule the world. And for some reason, he's with the Dark Army because his reasoning is, well, the Dark Lord is eradicating the human race for the world is why I'm helping him. Die goes on his whole hero thing. is like, I would rather die than join you. Rom uppercuts his ass out of the palace and throws him up top. Um, Bomb comes up and is just a giant, pretty much an undefeatable boss for them. Uh, dies weak. They try to heal him. Pop uses his super ultimate uh, donk spell, which is a gravity spell in Dragon Quest, which is a, a very high level spell in Dragon Quest games. And Barum more or less does his best impersonation of a Super Saiyan. And while he has all this gravity on him, continues to walk forward and uh, emits a blue aura out of himself. Okay. Yes. And by the point of this episode, I was just like, Barum is literally just a Super Saiyan. He's not a Dragonite. He's a Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like to say this because the next episode is called Draconic Aura, where he literally fight from the previous fights everyone just with a blue aura on him the entire time. But, um, yeah, so he smacks uh, Pop away after he can't be stopped by gravity. Uh, we discover that he is apparently Dai's father. 
What the f***? Yes. Um, yeah, apparently he was Dai's father, and apparently he lost his child 10-plus years ago and didn't know what happened to his child. And it has a little moment where it shows a thought flashback of Dai's mother, apparently, and more or less going, I have a right to take him because I'm his father. And I'm almost like, what? I got to hit it again. <laughs> what the f***? Yeah, because Dai's been knocked out, and they're going, it's like, Dai would rather die. You have no right to take him. I do, because I'm his father. Okay. Um, Dai tries and fights him again by using his Dragon Knight powers, and Bomb's impressed, like, for such a young one to be able to control the Dragon powers, I must take you now to instruct you better. Slaps him away after, as a counterattack, because out of respect to Dai, he shows him the full might of a Dragon Knight, who's an adult. Smacks Dai away. Um, our princess and Pop are going to try and face down Barum, and in that moment of time, a wild crocodile appears. Our fucking alligator shows up. I gotta admit, Crocodile's probably the best character in this series. <laughs> um, and Pop's like, oh, big guy, you're here. You fight him. Help, grabs Crocodile. Crocodile's shaking, and she's just like, big guy? It's <laughs> just like, I will fight him. You go help die. And goes a whole uh, uh, thing of... he. Okay, so he tell he more or less tells him, I'm going to fight Barum by myself. You two go rescue, get die out of the water. And then him and Barum have this little talk about... Barum said, you're the one I respected the most out of the commanders because you're honorable and stuff, but now you turn traitor. It's not that I've turned traitor. I was always willing to die for the Dark King and the Dark Commander. It's just that I... I'm always willing to die for my master. It's just now I've decided to uh, side would die. And so you would fight him. You would even die knowing this is a losing battle. Yes. In this whole exchange that probably took about seven or eight minutes, uh, Pop and the princess managed to walk maybe like 10 feet. <laughs> they, they, they went from the front of Barum where Crocodile is to the right side of Barum before they hear all this and go, they make a comment then just stand there looking at him just like go rescue die damn it he's drowning <laughs> and yeah then it just goes a whole thing about this draconic aura apparently it terrifies everyone their body naturally doesn't want to strike it and next episode's going to be bottom just smacking everyone around apparently hmm. so, I, I have a question I, I still have to do this again for the fa for the father thing what the f anyway what's your question josh so we're 24 episodes into this series, right? Yes. Yep. I'm still not sure whether this is like supposed to be a serious series or not. Oh, me, it's supposed to be fairly serious. Got to remember, this was written in the 80s, man. Yeah. I'm just curious. I, I've said it before. The series, some of you the, can tell it's aged. The some of the <laughs> points and story plots of the series did not age well because they are very old. Uh, Cliche. Yeah, it just it just seems more like a, I don't know, like a mob psycho type of series where it's kind of serious but not at all. You would think just that, from, but no, it's the completely way it's serious. Yeah, I, I've just been confused on that for a long time. I figured I'd ask. That's fair. <laughs> so, Zach, how was the uh, the how was the season finale for Yashihime? How was Yashihime episode twenty four? I mean, it was all right. Is it worth the watch? 
Maybe once. Ouch. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I mean, yikes. <laughs> Again, well, only once because I'm forced to. I mean, he's not forced to watch this. Bullshit. You put it on the list. That doesn't mean you have to watch it. If I don't watch it, nobody else is. It'll just get dropped. Just have an empty spot. It'll just get no dropped. Reason. I'll just drop yeah, it. If you just, if you just <laughs> took it off the script, you wouldn't watch it. All right. I'll do that next time. <laughs> <laughs> um,. So more or less, we start off from our standpoint of Kiramaru coming from the sky like he's a god or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's apparently shown up to stop Shishomaru and his and Zero fighting because I forgot to mention Zero's his sister. Wait, wait, wait! Zero is Kiramaru's sister. Okay, I was about to be like, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, no. What? And it mentioned this like three or four episodes ago. I just there was no point mentioning it at the time. Um, so yeah, he's shown up to stop those two from fighting. Zero gets pissy because she wants to kill Shishomaru. And with all her might and power, she tells Riku to gather up her jewels, which, mind you, she pulled to herself already once, but she tells Riku to go grab her jewels. <laughs> grab my jewels. And mm. uh, before Riku can do that, Kiramaru goes, screw this. He gathers up all the jewels and shoots them off like they're Dragon Balls. <laughs> like after a wish is made kind yes. of thing. God damn it. He sends all seven of the jewels up into the sky and they just fly in different directions. Well, gotta get Bulma. Need the dragon right <laughs> Wait. This is sounding an awfully lot like the original into Inuacha where they just have to go find the jewel shards again. You're right, that did happen, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he does that, then she's all mad, she's like, you can't stop this. He's like, I'm going to stop this. Well, in that case, we're no longer sister and brother. And flies off to go start gathering her jewels. Okay. (laughs) Then Shishomaru, he looks at Shishomaru, he's like, you're going to chase after her, aren't you? Yep. Peace. He flies flies off to go kill uh, Zero because it goes on a whole thing of uh, they're going to fight. Shishomaru no longer cares if Ren's going to die as well. If Zero dies, he's fully serious about killing her. Um, Yeah. After this, Riku then proceeds to stab Kirin Maru and apologize, saying that he only really cares about Zero, and that's all. He stabs him. He teleports away. Okay, now let's get to the whole main portion of Kiran Maru versus our three girls. The three of them, when Kiran Maru first gets there, Kiran Maru more or less just throws them away. And No, wait, he doesn't throw them away. Kirara comes from the sky, picks them up, and then flies away. And then the other ah. three have their standoff, and the three of them fl- uh, land on the lower ground downstairs. Uh, Kiran Maru is now stabbed, and he more or less goes, are you sure you want to fight me? I wasn't even using my full power last time. And Toa, being Toa, goes, you're lying. You had to be using your full power last time. Ha ha. <laughs> Uses more power. <laughs> oh, God, Toa. <laughs> um, Toa's easily my least favorite of the three. So that's yeah. like a yeah. character. Um... So yeah, they end up fighting. Morahard charges him, uses her whole combo of Crimson Dragon. He reflects Crimson Dragon. She re-reflects Crimson Dragon. Nice. I respect that. 
And <laughs> I bet that looks pretty cool. Then he deflects that bitch. <laughs> uh, then Moraha more or less gets... He goes to counterattack and Setsuno saves Moraha, sending her flying with the tornado. She gets off shot, off side screen for a moment. Toe and Setsuno proceed to fight Karamaru, just more or less going back and forth with him. And then while they have him in a pincer, he's more or less going, looking at Toe going, you weren't near... You were much stronger last time. That's the reason why you, I have this cut on my face now. Well, maybe your sister can do better. Toa gets angry because her sister's been threatened. He's like, right. You get stronger when people you care about are attacked. He literally knocks her away, turns around to go attack Setsuna. And for some reason, even though he's this big old villain who's been able to stop them, as he's about to strike Setsuna, Toa manages to run up on him and stab him in the same spot Riku stabbed him. And he literally goes, I guess I did leave my guard down too much. That's dumb of me. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> he, smacks, he smacks Toa away again. Setsuna gets up and attacks him. And in that moment, he blocks her attack and just cuts straight down her and off Setsuna. Setsuna falls on the ground. And then we have a whole moment where... Toa is allowed to go, no, run past Karen Morrow to Setsuna to cry over her body. And Karen Morrow go just looking at her going, this is okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're fighting, bro. What are you doing? You are a shitty villain. <laughs> so yeah, Toa gets, has a mopey moment. Moraha comes back. Uh, she's got a rouge on. He's like, oh, are you going to become the destroyer? Again, he's just like, no, this is the calmest I've ever been with this rouge. I think you're screwed. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, well, damn, look at that. You're stronger. <laughs> to and Moroha's like, I'm going to kill you. Then Toa's like, no, I'm going to kill him. She was my sister. She suddenly releases her demon power. Her hair grows longer. She gets scars. Moroha's like, no, Setsuna was my friend. I'm going to kill him. What's it matter? Both of you come at me. I guess we can share him. <laughs> oh, my God. They both attack him. And mind you, they are fighting in just a lower ground, which they've Kiramaru used to attack and obliterated. And they go to attack him with their powered-up versions of themselves. And suddenly they're in space. What the f***? Suddenly they're in space. Now they're fighting on planets and crap. But somehow, they're still in that same area. They're fighting in space, throwing skills and whatnot. Kiramaru eventually manages to smack them both around and defeat them. And Because after he wrecks them, it immediately goes back to the regular ground and the planets are gone. And he's just like, I haven't fought like this since I fought the great dog demon. It's been an honor. I'll, always, I'll engrave Setsuna's name into my heart. And flies off. What the f*** did I just watch? It's not over. Um, Toa and Moraha have a mopey party because they lost and weren't able to avenge their friend. Um, Moraha's pretty much wounded, but she, I don't think she passed out. She's just laying on the ground. Toa manages to climb up Setsuna and starts to mope over Setsuna's body again. And then magically time stops, the rain and everything, and Shishomaru's in front of her with his broken Tensega and just... 
try and use this. Hands it to her. She grabs it. Time starts again. Shoshomaru's gone. And episode ends. And I'm just like, that's why it broke. Because now Toa has two broken swords. Oh, God. Told you it's hard to be a friend with a corpse. Yeah. This is one of those times that I, I really wish we were already doing the video podcasting so you could just switch to me and just see how <laughs> irritated and just <laughs> bothered I am. Yeah. I I don't have words. Just What the f***? That's why when you said people were saying it was okay episode, I went, eh. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I didn't watch it. I'm probably going to watch it. <laughs> I want to see this for myself. <laughs> uh, I feel like I need to see this for myself. <laughs> okay. Well, enough of that. Enough, no, I, I don't have words. All right. Let's hop over. Josh, how was the season finale of ReZero? Because, again, just like with Yashihime, I saw online that it was apparently really good. I need a hippo well, death. You know, there was no hippo death. Fuck! Damn it! Made me really sad. I mean, it was a good episode because you know Subaru and uh, Beatrice make it to uh, the witch's grave and save everyone from the the great rabbit, which is one of the three like great mall beasts, and it's just like a shit ton of rabbits that eat everything, and they're really hard to kill because they multiply really fast. But they, they be, found they a way to fucking all the time. That's actually. Yes, that is how it's explained. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so they find a find a way to kill him using Beatrice's like super spirit powers. I will say there Everybody, is one part of this. Give me your energy. I will bomb them. Three episodes later, <laughs> you know that's kind of how it worked because she was like, Beatrice was like, I can kill them all, but super, I need you to help me. He's like, All right, but what can I do? She's like, Just hold my hand. He's like, okay. <laughs> and she's like, just just imagine yourself giving me power. And he's like, all right, I can do that. Just and imagine just like, summoning a hippo. Just start like bombing them all. I need that as a shirt. If we ever have merch, I need. We will have merch one day. I, I give yeah. you my word. I need that. Well, he threw a hippo on her. <laughs> Hit him with the hippo. Um, no. Hit him with there the hippo. One. That's a good one. Got to trademark that. <laughs> There was one part of the episode where I was like really caught off guard by the end of it. I was like dying laughing because it was so stupid. Because like after they killed the great rabbit, uh, Subaru and Amelia are like sitting on the steps talking and stuff. And then you see Amelia's face go really red. And uh, she's like, Super, I need to talk to you about something really important. And he's like, okay. And she's like, you remember when you said that you love me? And he's like, yeah, I, I love you forever, no matter what. And she's like, well... And, like, she starts talking about all this stuff. And she's like, I just need you to know because I need you to help me take care of this baby inside me. And he's like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but I'm pregnant. And he's like, but, but how does that work? And she's like, because we kissed. Now I'm pregnant. And he's I like, saw that. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, the official ReZero Twitter put that up where they're just like, yeah, I don't think it works like that. Yeah, he's like, it doesn't work like that. I can't believe Puck told you that's how it works. And I was like, I, it was like a super serious moment. I was like, fucking thinks that? That's so dumb. So it, it was just a joke thing. She doesn't actually have a baby, right? 
she doesn't actually have a baby, but she thought she Yeah, did. she, she oh, dead oh, ass God. thought that she, she was pregnant from kissing. I was, very, I was very concerned that some magic bullshit happened and she did have a child. And, the, you know, and because she thought of the kiss is why she thought she had it. You know, I thought the exact same thing when she said it at first because it was a minute until she said, because we kissed, that's why I'm pregnant. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> that's fantastic. But this, there's another part, too. So immediately after that, it goes to them like all beating the shit out of Roswald because Roswald had the two assassins go and kill everyone at the mansion in the village and like burn it down. And I mean, they eventually saved everyone, but so they're like, they're all beating the shit out of Roswald because like he did all that stuff. And they're like, we can't fucking trust you, like all this stuff. And he's like, all right, well, he like takes off his shirt and he's got this like, like curse on his like chess and he's like it's an oath it means that you know because you won your side of the bet that i'm i can't harm any of you guys and they're like well we still won't forgive you for what you did like it's a really shitty move and then Mio's like you guys forgot the most important part i'm like what's that and she's like he didn't say he's sorry we can't forgive him until he says he's sorry and i say what what (laughs) (laughs) well why is that the most important part because like Roswell's face is literally like just beaten up. Like you can have his like the punch marks and stuff because they they literally just been beating the shit out of him. And she's like, he's got to say he's sorry first. And I was like, that's that's what he's got to do. Oh god! And so the episode ends with uh, Subaru finally being appointed as Amelia's knight, and that's 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 that episode. I mean, all in all, it was actually really good season finale even if it didn't have any hippo death Fuck. well at least it was good um yeah you know now that i think about what is up with re-zero and animals because now that i think about it the whole ending of the first season was with those damn whales yeah it's the whales are actually part of the three great mobbies i mean i'm it's not surprised uh, by that because those whales are bullshit yeah it was the whales no the great, legitimately the, the Alex, great... these whales if they eat you and kill you that way everyone's memories of that person disappears. Yeah, they forget about you. They forget you existed. You know, as someone that knows nothing about ReZero, other than it's popular, this has been a fucking trip listening to this for me every week. Because <laughs> I know nothing about ReZero. Not a single yeah. fucking thing. So this has been a trip for me. Then it's got, well, the, then yeah. it's got the weird uh, cat trap night. Yep. Um, I repeat my statement. This has been a trip for me. <laughs> then there's Puck, our strange old Asian wizard cat that follows Amelia. Yeah, he's the spirit, yeah. And it, he, he calls himself Amelia's father. Yeah. Uh, and he can turn into this, like, giant saber-toothed cat that, like, brings on, like, fucking snowstorms and shit. Um, then we discover yeah. this, these characters apparently can turn into animals thanks to Josh and his hippo fight. Um yeah. Only two of them can. Only Gar and his sister. Well, that's, well that's, because they're. What, what was that? I'm just I'm just naming off the animal things. Like so, ReZero's author oh, has yeah. some strange animal thing. <laughs> that's true. Because it's like okay, so the Maldives are the great whale, the great rabbit, and the great snake. And so the great whale and the great rabbit are dead. And we've seen the snake, and it's basically just like a bunch of worms that like immediately give you like weird diseases and shit and kill you. So that's like the thing. Also, too, you left out all the uh, the bishops that have these like weird ass powers. You're right. I did forget about like, the bishops. <laughs> you've seen season one with um with Juice. 
Yeah. And he's got the, the unseeable hand. And then there's another one that like, I guess can create barriers or something. And there's another one that can also do the same exact thing that the whale does, where if he eats you, everyone forgets about you, but he doesn't like eat your body. He just eats your mind and people's memories of you. And that's where Rim's at right now. So that's another thing too. I completely forgot. So through this entire season, Rim's just been, like, pretty much comatose. Nobody remembers her except for Subaru. She can't, like, wake up or anything. But for some reason, they got her dressed and took her to the party where Subaru got knighted. So she's just, like, literally <laughs> laying on the floor. <laughs> this is a very Dude, random is- <laughs> comparison, but it almost reminds me of that one fucking Drake and Josh episode where they fucking actually knocked out that kid actress, and they had to take her to uh, the premiere, so they just fucking, like, start dragging her body around, put sunglasses on her. It's like, oh, yeah, she's awake. She's here. <laughs> that's, that's basically, like, everyone knows that she's comatose, but, like, her Rom, her sister, just has her, like, sitting in her lap, and she's, like, all slumped over through the entire party. It's like, okay, <laughs> it's weird that you guys brought her. And I assume that no one still knows who the heck she is besides Subaru, correct? Correct. Nobody has any idea who she is. Even when they showed, like, showed her to Oh, Rom, that's just Rom, some Rom, fucking like, knocked-out chick. That's some, yeah, just some blue-haired like, maid that uh, he really likes, so she's here. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. She sort of looks like Rom, but hey. Yeah, and they took her to Rom, or they took Rom to her, and Rom's just like, I don't know who this person is. Literally, Alex, for context, they, they're twins. They literally look the same. The only difference is their hair color. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally like, <laughs> they're twins. And yeah, what he said, their hair color, and I think their like, headdress has like this little part that hangs down, and they're just opposite sides of each other. Yeah, and, and Rom's just like, she kind of looks like me, but... I, I don't know. And I was like, I mean, would that not be a dead giveaway that that might be your sister? Anyway. But yeah. This is And also, too, you know, now that I'm thinking about Ron being unconscious, I didn't even mention during the whole fight with the hippo death, but they're literally like passing her unconscious body off hot potato to one another. <laughs> Why is Rim getting so abused? Damn. Because she's passed out and she can't do anything. So, like, they got to save her. But, like, so Subaru had her first and he's like, all right. And then just, like, hot potatoes are off to Otto, which is Subaru's new best friend who can talk to bugs. And, yeah, she just gets hot potatoed off to everyone. I I mean, it is what it is. I feel like, because if I remember correctly, ReZero is a novel. It's a light novel. Yeah. I feel like the author at the time was just like, well, people really like Rim, but I've sort of comatosed her. But I wanted to stay comatose, so... This is how I'm going to include she, her. She's just going to be a prop throughout this entire story <laughs> portion. And basically, she has been a prop in every single episode. So, yeah. All right. How was Attack on Titan? You know, Attack on Titan... I got two Attack on Titans, actually, because one didn't air last week. <clears throat> so I got the first episode, which is... um. Uh, starts off with, you know, Aaron talking to Misika and Armin and Gabby. I don't fucking care about Gabby. And basically, it's just, I would say about probably 15 to 20 minutes of Aaron just sitting there talking straight up shit to Armin and Misika the entire time. Just like destroying them. Because he's just like, Army, you go see Annie a lot, right? He's like, 
yeah. He's like, well, you know why you're doing it? It's because you ate Bearhold and became the Colossal Titan. Now you have Bearhold's memories, and now you're just doing things that Bearhold wants to do. And he's like, that's not true. I'm my own person. He's like, it is true. You're not your own person. He's like, Misika, you haven't done shit. I don't even fucking like you. It's like, the only good thing you, you ever do is because of your Ocker, your Ackerman blood. And that's only to protect people that you think are is the person that you should protect, but it's not. So you just protect me because your fucking body tells you to. You don't even choose to do it. She's like, that's not true. I do whatever I want on my own. And so Armin's just like, you can't keep talking shit to us. And jumps over the table and starts fighting him. And then Mika just throws, him, throws Armin on the ground. And Aaron's just like laying back going like, see, fucking told you. You can't do nothing on your own. You're beating up your own fucking people. It's like, oh, God. And then... So then Armin's like, all right, time to end this. And it's like, starts throwing punches at Aaron. And Aaron's like, you know why we never fought Armin? He's like, no one. He's like, because you wouldn't even fucking stand a chance against me. And then starts knocking the shit out of Armin. I'm like, god damn, this is a rough 20 minutes. But just him talking, beating the shit out of his friends. And then it goes to, uh, like, the new scout. And the uh, the trainer dude is like, trying to teach them how to kill titans and like ah we don't know how, need to know how to fuck kill titans we don't need to know how to kill people because titans don't exist anymore and they're like well we're going to teach you how to do both anyway because you know just in case and then like the cadets start talking about how like oh you know what needs to happen is Aaron Yeager needs to bump in here and just start like start talking to, like showing these people what to do and sure enough the fucking Yeagers bump in there and start telling people what to do. And it's like, all right, if you want to join us, you got to beat the shit out of this guy. So they beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so then that episode ends. And the next episode begins. Wait, no. No. Oh, no, that episode doesn't end. Okay, that episode also has a Zeke Yaga subplot where... <clears throat> uh, yeah, I heard that like, his backstory was animated. Well, yeah, his backstory is the next episode. Yeah. But this episode leads into that because it's Levi and Zeke. And Zeke's like, you know, I'm getting really bored out here. You got any more wine or anything? And he was like, I don't got shit for you, bud. <laughs> this is a weird <laughs> transition, but okay, carry on. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much how it was. Like, Levi's like, I don't got shit for you, bud. And, uh,. He's like, just keep fucking reading your book and quit eavesdropping. He's like, you know, it's hard to not eavesdrop when I've read the same book seven times. I'm like, oh, well, enjoy it. And so, like, Levi starts walking away. And, like, for some reason, he just looks back and you just see Zeke, like, hauling ass through the fucking woods. And then you just hear hear Zeke go, (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of scream they use first off. And as soon as he does, like, all the scouts that are up in the trees, like Garden Zeke, just fall out of the trees and turn to Titan. And I was like, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Because if you remember in a previous episode. Yeah, I remember you saying that they have, they drink the spine fluid. The so, wine. Yeah. yeah. And it's activated by Zeke Yeager screaming. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the No fuck? shit. That's how it's activated. Like, it not only shows, like, all these people falling out of the trees and turning into Titans, but literally everybody in the walls just, like, stopped and, like, what was that? Like, oh, God. <laughs> they, all, they all drank this one and heard this scream shit. So, 
<laughs> Zeke's just like, all right, Levi, I'll see you later. You can't kill your own people. And he starts running away. And then, you know, it's like Levi, like, contemplating, like, oh, these, these are my men. How can I harm them? And then it cuts to, like, Zeke running with three other Titans through the woods. And then, like, you just see Levi, like, zoom past covered in blood. And he's like, I thought you would have you killed your, your men. He's, Levi's like, you don't know shit about me. I'd kill anybody. I was about he's to like, say. <laughs> yeah. Just starts killing the Titans, and then Zeke's like, all right, fuck this. And then she turns into Beast Titan and starts ripping Titans apart and throwing them at Levi. And then Levi eventually beats Zeke as the Beast Titan. And that's where that episode ends. All right. And then starts the Zeke backstory, which starts off with Zeke in the back of um, a cart with Levi. And he's got, like, this missile, like, shoved into his side and, like, a rope tied around his neck that's, like, on the pin of this, like, I don't know what they call it. It's like a thunder something. And he, Levi's like, all right, if you move, you're going to pull this pin out and you're going to explode. But just to make sure you don't turn into a Titan, I'm just going to cut you up a little bit and then proceeds to just slice off his fucking toes and feet and legs. And it's, I don't know, it's weird. But then it goes into the, uh, into uh, Zeke's backstory, which is, we've kind of seen most of it so far, but the reason Zeke did what he did and turned into his parents is because it's, parents are actually pretty shitty people who would have fucking figured because you know his dad gave Aaron the Titan stuff and pretty much gave him like what 15 years to live so we kind of knew he was a shitty person already and uh you know just just shows like how Zeke ended up growing up without his parents and how he became real close to his uh his the person that he had succeeded as the beast Titan and how he met Aaron for the first time and what they talked about how and what they talked. Okay. So it, it revealed the whole like reason that they're teamed up now, which I mean, I'm still kind of confused on, but it's called the Elvian euthanization plan. And the whole point of it is, is because they really believe that they're really bad people. And so they're going to make it to where Aaron turns into the founding Titan and then touches Zeke while Zeke's in the Zeke Titan form or in the beast Titan form. And when they do that, they're going to give a command where anybody that's born Eldian can't have kids anymore. That's their grand plan. And I was like, that's it? That's what they're doing all this for? The fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But that's their grand plan. Instead of like, you know, just like, you know, turning Titans and killing anybody and doing all that stuff, they're just going to hold hands and tell people not to have babies anymore. (laughs) I was like, all right, I see where this series is going. Now picture this. Avengers film, instead of a snap, they just held hands and wished it true. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Well, I don't think I've, I've talked about it before, but the way that the founding Titan works is that the founding Titan is given to someone with royal blood, and the, that person can then tell anybody of any Eldian descent what to do. And so for the entire, like, thousand years before this series started they've just been telling people to forget everything that happened up until you know whenever so they don't even when they're behind the walls they don't even know that there's a bigger world out there they just think like they're the only people alive everyone else in the world's titans they live behind these walls whatever instead of like society's like fucking normal they got iphones and shit out there and they're just like living with torches <laughs> <clears throat> so that's why Aaron has to touch Zeke is because Zeke's of royal blood. 
but it would make more sense for Zeke to just eat Aaron and then Zeke can do it. But I don't know because they're brothers. They have this brother bond, brother bond, but they'd rather just hold hands and tell people what to do. But yeah. So their grand plan is to just have people not have babies anymore. So that'll be Ooh. real interesting to see. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. All right. <laughs> Dr. Stone then. Really good. Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone was really good. Yeah, it was a really good episode. Very sad episode. Uh, It was another one of those cases for Dr. Stone where it's better to see stuff animated than it is to read it. Because, you know, as you know, reading it, Zach, you know, it's it's good at times and it's it's got its misses. Yeah. Uh, This uh, this, uh, episode is uh, what happens with Sukasa. Uh, what uh, Senku has to do to try to save his life later on. Really, it was really emotional, man. Really emotional scene. So you know, when it comes to Sakasa, his lung is fucking collapsed basically from being stabbed to the chest the previous couple, you know, last couple episodes ago, whatever. And uh, you know, in this case, Senku tells Sakasa that the only way to save him is Sakasa needs to die, so then Senku can freeze him and petrify him later. And in hopes that the petrifying will be able to heal them because they've already, you know, discovered throughout this series that people that are petrified, like when they come out of petrif- uh, petrification, uh, there is a healing properties to it. Because, I mean, yeah. great example, season one, you know, Tsukasa like broke Senku's neck, but what he actually hit was like some of the, the stone that yeah. was still on the back of his neck, whatever. Yeah, or Tsukasa's sister who was basically brain dead. Yeah, basically coma, brain dead. She was normal. But the thing I don't get about that is that Sukasa died and they just froze him. So basically, when they petrify him and bring him back, they're just like bringing him back to life. Period. Yep. Space magic. Okay. Basically, yeah. I mean, it was yeah, a really emotional. It was a really emotional episode, man. You know, leading up to it, you yeah. know, you had uh, your uh, like your other characters kicking everyone out of the cave. It's just like you know, hey, if you had to kill your friend, would you want there to be an audience where it just came down to Senku and Sukasa alone, and they're just having a chat and even Sakasa's like, is you know, is this really a time for idle conversation, whatever? And Senku's like, what's wrong with just an idle chat, man? Just chat. Yeah. It was it, it was a it was another mm-hmm. one of those moments, one of the very rare moments in the series where you actually see a lot of emotion out of Senku. Yeah, which doesn't happen a lot. No. And then shout out from it going like straight from like that emotional stuff into like the kind of season three teaser where yeah. they're all dressed as fucking pirates. Yeah, yeah, where it starts talking about how they're going to explore the world, and that the, the episode ended with a shot of uh, of a character that you know being our our captain of the ship. Oh, um, yeah, you get a shot of him as a stone statue. Josh has not been introduced to this character yet. Uh, I have but, not, aside from him being a stone statue. Yeah, this character is the uh, the last member of what's going to be the five wise generals for the kingdom of science. Uh, so I'm pretty pumped for season three of Dr. Stone. That was also confirmed by the way, uh, not only yeah. with the anime itself, but we did get the actual news that I forgot to include on the script that, you know, season three was in fact confirmed. Uh, I'm not going to get my spirit animal until like season five or six. Yeah, probably. That's 
probably about right. It'll be a while before you get to Chelsea because this upcoming season uh, will start off with building the Perseus. Uh, I would imagine that will probably take at no longer than probably five episodes. It just depends on how many episodes they want to do the next season. If they do like another 11 or let's say maybe 12, you know, we'll get uh, the Perseus building. And then after that, we'll go to, uh, I can't remember the name of the island, what they called it, but the, the, basically what I'm calling the island arc where they get introduced to the people that live there that ha- have actually been using the Medusa. Um, so that'll probably, that'll be the, that'll probably be what season three will consist of. And then season four will be them getting over to the United States, get introduced to Dr. Zeno and then maybe season five. Yeah. You'll get, you'll get your spirit animal. Finally, (laughs) (laughs) it'll be a while. It'll be a while. Yeah. And I think of anything like almost all the news that happened this week, the most hype one was Dr. Stone season three confirmed. Like I really like the, the Dr. Stone anime. Yeah, no, Doctor Stone, uh, the anime is is phenomenal. I'm a I'm a big yeah. fan of, of the anime. I mean, it's a lot quicker than compared to what it took to get season two. So, it's true. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Now, I'm assuming Alex, your rant's about to happen. Oh, did they fuck up the Bond moment? <laughs> it took me a while to figure it out, but then I looked and saw Seven Deadly Sins, and I was like, "This is Alex's rant. I know it." I. They fucked up we, the bond we, moment, we didn't they? I got a two-parter here for the effects. Here we go. <laughs> what the f*** did I just watch? And here, here it comes. The introduction to our rant effect. <laughs> Studio Dean, go fuck yourself! <laughs> <laughs> I want to know that Alex just smacked the table and somehow set off our Nani effect. Fuck <laughs> Studio <laughs> Dean. I gave them the benefit of the doubt, and a lot of people did. For season three, because of the short time frame they got to work on that season. Okay. Kind of like people are given, you know, map of the benefit of the doubt for Attack on Titan, because again, short time frame, right? Season four or season five for the West for Seven Deadly Sins, no fucking excuse. You had all the time in the world, or not all the time, but you had optimal time, right? And I've already said last episode of Anime Man Plus that watching this season feels like an older se- series, right? Based on the animation. I've seen a couple of things here and there, right? I, you know, like I mentioned, you know, the scene where Mal was spinning, you know, Zeldris around didn't look super great. You know, you could tell the still shots where they weren't fucking great. But this episode. They made it personal with me because they <laughs> fucked up the bond moment. First off, leading up to it was fine. Leading up, they had some sweet music playing. You know, it had a nice little moment where he was like face to face with them. He didn't give a fuck. You know, King's like, hey, yo, even though you're immortal, you know, hey, this ain't going to work. And Bond's just like, you know, oh, I'm not immortal anymore. Spoiler. I don't give a fuck. I'm pissed. It was all fine until the fighting started. This was no shit like Meliodas and Escanor 2.0, but possibly worse. <laughs> like, what the fuck did I watch with this pathetic ass animation? All right, like, I, I went and looked at Studio Dean's history, okay? Because I want to know what else have they fucking done. Apparently, they, they, they do Log Horizon. I didn't know that, you know. But yeah, I'm looking at their history, and this is what I got to say, okay? First and foremost, Obviously, I don't animate. I'm not an animator. I, I've I've dabbled in it in high school with my media classes. I know it's a pain in the ass. I know from following amateur animators, I know it's a pain in the ass. But if you are going to be a professional-grade animation studio taking up series, 
Know your fucking own limitations because it's beyond clear that Studio Dean sucks the biggest, fattest fart <laughs> out of a dude's asshole when it comes to doing action anime. Because Jesus Christ, every single time there's been any sort of serious action in this series, they have either botched it in some capacity, you know, like either lightly or so, or we get what we got with Meliodas and fucking Escanor and now Bon and the Demon King. This was such a pathetic excuse of animation. I, I, oh my God. I, it was so frustrating. There was one moment in this fight, which it, it wasn't even like Bon and, and it wasn't even Bond and the Demon King, which was supposed to be like you know high action type of shit going on. It was just a scene of like I think it was I think half the screen was Merlin there, and then behind her you see Mal coming up to help. I'm not shitting. Mal was literally sliding on the ground instead of fucking running. He's like, I'm gonna help, and then you just see a you just see his face and just like bunch of white marks all over the screen to imitate him punching pathetic there was a scene later on where bond was kicking the demon king but like his whole body was stiffed up still you don't see his leg but you just see like very quick little motions of what is him kicking pathetic you see another scene a far shot later of the demon king and bonnie literally sliding across the screen <laughs> of them fighting like what the fuck was this episode I don't even know if I want to finish this series now. Like, <laughs> you got high hopes for that movie, bud? No. Curse my light's gonna eat ass, but I'm still gonna watch it. <laughs> you know what's even <laughs> kind of? It's like the best and worst part about this. Like, worst for you, but best for us is like you've been looking forward to this particular moment. I think it was even this you, Josh, when he first said it. There's it like it's gonna suck when they mess this up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a it's a disaster and i'm sitting there reading the comments and all this and everyone is just equally as pissed everyone's just like man going back and rewatching seasons one and two and seeing this is just really fucking depressing there were some people that was just like you know i tried to get people into seven deadly sins you know tell them to watch it they weren't really into it i just kept telling them as a manga reader oh just wait till like season four it's gonna be fucking great and then we get this like Seriously, like if you're a professional animation studio like Studio Dean, they have to, they, you gotta acknowledge your limitations. They, in my opinion, they just clearly cannot do fucking action anime. They just can't. They, they have fucked it up time and time again. And Seven Daily Sins is, is the victim. You went from having a, a series that had really awesome animation, granted, a different studio and a very notable studio being, I think it was Bones, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, great animation for seasons one and two. You know, a lot of people would say Seven Daily Sins season one and two is like really, really up there for animation. And I, and I agree. It's beautiful to watch. I fucking love it. And then you get the, the dog shit pile that we get for season three and four. Like, I, I really... Like, season four, like, it hasn't had a lot of, like, high-stakes type of action up until what we've had recently. So, you know, there, there, were, there were moments where it's just like, okay, I, can, I see the faults. Kind of like, you know, I said a couple, like, like last episode, whatever, the spinning thing. Kind of, it's kind of like, I guess, a high-speed type of thing where you can tell there was kind of a, a fuck-up. And this this episode really just drove it home that they are just not suited for this they're not I, I don't i don't even know if it's like do they have like their fucking like f squad on this like you know like you know squads a to e are doing other stuff i guess i don't even know if there is a squad a for for studio dean i know there was a shot throughout this episode as well where you see you know and this and i saw this shot and i'm just like 
Nothing's even happening. How did you fuck this up? Where it's like literally just Mal and his brother, Ludacil, I think is his name, the Archangel, where like, you know, Ludacil's helping Mal up and they're literally just standing there. And like their faces are like, looks like a fucking child. A child drew it. Like there's nothing even happening. Like there's no action. It's just them talking, but their faces look like a fucking child drew it. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> oh my God. High quality. Everything was okay up until the fighting start, though. I, I will say, like, I, to a small extent, I did get my Bond moment a little bit. Because, like, my favorite thing about the Bond moment is mostly the stance up of him just not giving a fuck, him being in the fucking windstorm that the Demon Kings created, and Bond's just like, huh, this tickles compared to Purgatory. You know, like, that. that's the main part. And then, you know, Bond throwing the smackdown. It's just the fucking cherry on top. But the cherry on top was fucking rotten, and it was just awful, and it can go fuck itself. I don't even know if I want to finish this. Because what, it's supposed to have 25 episodes, right? 25 or 24, one of the two. And you're at 11? Oh, geez. Yep. Well. Yep. That sucks. I mean, you still got half of a season left. Yep. And uh, we still, and the, you know, the next big thing that's going to be happening is the Seven Deadly Sins versus the Demon King, and it's just going to get fucking botched and fucked. I have zero hopes for the rest of this. I'll probably keep watching. If it wasn't for the fact I'm doing an anime manga podcast, I probably would drop it right now. And I love Seven Deadly Sins, and I would probably drop it. But yeah, this is a great example, referencing back to Josh comment earlier, where animated is always better. No, it is not. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely prefer my manga version here. It's so, when you said that, I started picking up on it. Yeah, um... You know, hopefully when it comes over to Netflix later this year, it's not as dog shit, but it's pretty fucking dog shit. And it's the same thing, you know, when it comes to Meliodas and, you know, and Escanor, like you go through and like you read everyone's opinions, like everyone's saying it's like, great, they fucked up another huge moment in in the series with the, the D Demon King versus Bond. They fucked it up just like they fucked up Meliodas and Escanor. One of the coolest moments in the series, but... <sighs> So what was you guys' favorite episode of the week? Mine's definitely not fucking Seven Deadly Sins. That can go fucking burn in the deepest, darkest pits of hell. Studio Dean, you can fucking suck a fart out of someone's asshole for all I care. So that's how you really feel. I was I I was so pissed. I was I was ready to just kind of light stuff up in our Discord server while I was watching this, but I just did, and I was like, I'm gonna save it for the show. I'm gonna save it for I'm the glad show. You did. Yeah, I was so pissed. And I'll probably show you guys some examples. I'll shoot you some pictures, Josh, and I'll show you in person, Zach, with just examples of what I'm talking about. It's terrible. It's awful. Oh, my God. It's 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 a disgrace. It is a fucking disgrace, in my opinion. I'm going to say Black Clover. Dr. Stone for me. I really uh, enjoyed the Dr. Stone episode. I'm either going to go Black Clover or ReZero. Respect that. All right, let's finish off the show. Chapter ratings. Uh, I feel better than I got my rant out, but I am still That's upset. Good. All right, so One Piece was on a break this week. So, what would you guys rate My Hero Academia 306? I'll give it a nine. I'll give it an eight. I'm going to give it a nine. I love these sort of uh, world changing events that we took place here with a couple of key things. I'm a big yeah. fan of it. Big. I love the new title of My Hero Homeless. <laughs> the fans are calling it. Uh, what about Black Clover 286? I'm going to give it a nine. Um, I'm giving it a nine as well. 
A lot of high ratings coming for these chapters, by the way. This was a very fucking good week for Weekly Shonen Jump and even like some of the webtoons that we read. Very, very good week. Just like a couple weeks ago, a lot of high ratings are about to get dished out. Yeah, I'm going to give Black Clover a 9. Dr. Stone, 190. I'm going to give it a 9. I'm going to give it a 9. Another great one. Uh, JJK, 143. I'll give it an 8. Yeah, I'll give it an 8, too. 8 as well. Yozakor Family 75 for the ending alone. I'm gonna give it be given an eight, man. That ending was very, very high. I'm a slut for a good ending. Uh Undead and Luck 56. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. <laughs> my, my prediction is that Undead and Luck was what Josh caught up on, but oh, I, was like, uh, I guess I guess not. For? I was waiting for potentially Josh. <laughs> it's coming still. Josh has yeah. jo- Josh's new thing is that every week or every couple of weeks or however, whenever he can do it, he's going to have a surprise catch-up rating where he's like, oh, yeah, I caught up to this series. Here's my rating. So I don't know what it is, but Mashal yeah, Chapter 54. I'll give it a seven. I'm giving it a nine because I laughed my ass off, and that's all that matters to me. I had a good time. That's what's important. Yeah. I'll give it an eight, ah. but I'm also going to say, yeah, I caught up on Mashal. I really enjoyed Mashal. I hated it at first. Okay. I kind of liked it. I, like I stopped this. reading it. I've loved this turn that Josh has had from then, when I originally joined, and he absolutely despised okay, Mashal. Okay, Josh, I got to ask. Did you not fucking just love the one-year chapter, the chapter that was 29 pages? Was that chapter just not dope as fuck? What happened in that chapter? Because I read that was the chapters. one where like the dude was just like beating up our other friend, whatever, and Mashal came in, smashed his face yeah. in the wall. That, oh yeah, that was no, the one year chapter. Yeah, like it was honestly because I had read like twenty chapters straight. It was ten out of ten. It was fantastic. Like when they go get wands, he just like takes up that one out of the ground. Yeah, like nobody, no one has ever moved this one. He just like takes it up. Yep. So, yeah. Like they're they're playing that game, and like it's always a. Uh, Mash always lands on. Everyone you know, finds out you don't have magic. <laughs> game over. And like we didn't even know you could get a game over in this game. <laughs> I love Mashal, dude. I love it so much. It's just stupid enough for me to enjoy. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Uh, Phantom Seer twenty eight. I'll give it a seven. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. I really enjoyed that ending, man. The ending was dope. Sakamoto Days, chapter 16. Freaking eight. Those I'm gr- giving it a nine. I'm, I'm giving it a nine. Really high. Those yeah, grannies really are mean good. as fuck. Yeah, those grannies are mean <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, I'm writing it a nine. That was a good chapter. Uh, Elusive Samurai, chapter nine. Seven. I'm going to give it a seven. It was actually a decent chapter. Uh, I Tell C, chapter eight. I'm going to give it an eight. I'm giving it a nine. Lots of nines for me today, man. This was a good a week. Lots of nines. Good week for chapters, dude. I tell C chapter eight or another good one. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Which watch chapter seven? Five. I'm giving it a nine, and that's literally because from pretty much beginning to end, I was I was laughing my ass off. Like I, I the the duplication spell that she she kept doing, where she's like, oh, this will help, and just kept making her smaller and smaller, and you know, Moses like, this doesn't help anything at all. <laughs> I, I'm still not getting anything from the series. I mean, if it ever gets animated, I might like it better, but just seeing it as a manga format, and I'm not getting anything. I mean, you're right. Like it's had some hits and misses, you know. Like I feel like it has. I feel like it's gonna get axed. I'm gonna go ahead and call it now. I'm gonna go ahead and predict an axe coming in the future. Uh, but this chapter, I, I just—I really just laughed. I had a good fucking time reading it. Uh, Ball Parade, chapter six. Eight. I'm going to give it an eight as well. Good fucking chapter. Really enjoying Ball Parade. Ball Parade's going on well. Yeah. Uh, Eden Zero, 135. I'm going to give this one in uh, 
I'm gonna give it an eight. Yeah, this give this one eight. Really good one. Seven deadly sins, four nights, the apocalypse, chapter nine. I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, solo leveling one forty five. Nine. Nine. Easy, easy, easy. Nine. I'm sort of sad that solo leveling is the strip format because I wanted to see that ending shot between him and the guild. Yeah. Just completely stretched out. Yeah. Uh, got a high school five oh six. Seven. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, unordinary two twenty five. It seems like we're reaching the end of uh. It feels like we're coming to a season end. Yeah, that's what it feels like. But I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight as well. It's a good aftermath chapter. Really excited to see what's gonna happen over the next few because I feel like we're probably gonna have a few more chapters. I do like the fact that he has he's gone back to his hometown. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see where that goes. Uh, LC to one hundred four. I give it an eight. Okay. Also, shout out to the fact that I've officially caught up on Week Hero. I've read all of Week Hero, and I'm looking forward to season two or I season. Was, is this season three? No, it'd be the second season. Okay. I, I swear, I thought I saw at the end. I thought it. I thought it said end of season two. I thought that's what it. I thought that's what it said in the last. It show. might say now. Okay, so maybe. If, well, the next season. Bottom yeah. line, next season. Very looking forward to seeing that. Jake's not bad. I don't mind Jake. Jake's pretty cool. Uh, so what's your guys' favorite chapter of the week? This is tough, man. I, I mean, I just had a lot of nines. There was a lot of good chapters this week. I don't know what my favorite is. I think I'll give mine to My Hero with Sakamoto as a, uh, a good runner-up. That's fair. That's fair. I'll give mine to Dr. Stone. Um, I think mine will probably go to, I think, Solo Leveling. I think mine will go to Solo Leveling. Probably after that, My Hero. And then after that, probably Dr. Stone. Probably in that order for me. Um, all right, so our weekly poll for last week. Let me tell you the results real quick. So the last week's poll was with with some current series reaching their season slash series conclusion. Who will have the best finale? If other comment below. Uh, coming in dead last, kind of a shocker. It came this low. Jitsu Kaisen with six percent of the votes. Uh, Doctor Stone came in third with twenty three percent of the votes, and Attack on Titan came in second with thirty two percent, and Black Clover came in first with thirty nine percent of the votes. Kind of shocked with Jitsu Kaisen only getting six percent, but. Yeah, you know, like I said, you can go vote on our new poll right now over at Anime Podcast. You know, give us a you know follow over there, stay up to date with some anime news and news involving the show. Our polls, we do also do uh, weekly uh, chapter polls every single Sunday for weekly Shonen Jump series. You can go over there and vote what your favorite chapter is. Um, but I think that's gonna do it for me. Do you guys have anything to say to finish off the show? Oh, I got one more thing. Yeah, fuck Studio Dean. All right, what do you guys got? <laughs> Dang. I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna see that on a sign here in the new room soon. It's gonna be point. it's gonna be on a shirt in our yeah. merch store. All right, it's on your merch. Yeah. Um, please like, comment, subscribe, rate anything your platform allows. It does help. Thank you, Josh. You yeah, got anything, give, man? Yeah, just give us a follow over on Twitter. Vote in our polls. Comment, subscribe, like. Yeah, anything helps. Cool. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Kind of a, a lengthy one here today. Uh, fuck Studio Dean. Go fuck yourself. Um, I hate you. I'm not a fan. Um, yeah, we're going to get some new series here in the near future. We're going to have My Hero Season 5 in the lineup. Uh, I'll be checking out Tokyo Revengers for sure. Very interested in that one. So, All right, guys. Until next time, hopefully you guys have a great day. Bye. Later.